Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. I'm your host, Christine Innes, and I'm so delighted to have the beautiful Melanie joining me today. Um, she is an incredible woman. We've had, we've literally just not stopped talking just for the last couple of minutes and had a good laugh. So this is going to just set the tone for where today is going to, to lead us. But she is from a beautiful business called Purpose Driven um, Projects and also is the co-founder of Experts on Air. So thank you for joining me, lovely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to continue our chat. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, actually, I was going to go in a different way, but let's talk about when things don't go according to plan. And so to set the scene, I've had to duck to my parents' house today because the people across the road are putting in a retaining wall. So of course it's on the day of filming. So there we go. And we have to make do with what, you know, we have, but you know, what I love about you is, you know, you're about putting, you know, strategies and processes and that into business. And, you know, we can sort of measure, you know, personal success one way, but also business success a different way. But, you know, what has sort of been, like, where did all of this, I guess, let's go back, where did all of this sort of come from to be able to create those beautiful businesses to help, you know, the entrepreneurs get the business that they really want and deserve to have? Yeah, so that's an interesting question because um, I've always been organised or like organising people. Um, and it probably started with my mother, who's completely disorganised. Um, and so I was always cleaning up after her um, and organising things. And I, I liked that bit. And I kind of fell into project management. You know, um, I was doing a temp job and then I, I got into working in kind of the IT space in change control. Um, and I learned that. And then that progressed into system testing and then project management. So that's how it came about. But I'd always had those natural tendencies to organise um, and to kind of see the scope and then, you know, put a plan together. And, um, you know, my sisters call me bossy, but I just was organised. That's That was my, my take on it. But, you know, they're going, you are so bossy, you have to tell us what to do. Um, but I always took that leadership role and, you know, organise other people. So it was a natural thing, but I didn't realise that as I was doing it. Um, so I worked in the project management space in corporate for like 20 plus years um, over various you know, different companies and different roles, you know, project management, program management, portfolio manager, where I had HR responsibility of, you know, 50 to 100 project managers, you know, project director roles. Um, and so I kind of built that, but it was always not really what I wanted to do. And I was kind of on that journey of like trying to find out what to do. Um, and then I was able to transition out of corporate into my business, which was Purpose Driven Projects. So I actually was then helping entrepreneurs and people doing good things in the world, purpose driven people, um, to help build their businesses and just putting that project management methodology and thinking um, into their businesses so that they could grow and scale their business. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how that all came about. But it, when I look back, it makes sense. But when you're in it, it, it kind of doesn't. So um, it has been a bit of a journey. Um, and then, you know, that's kind of morphed into different things as I've um, grown and, you know, changed as an entrepreneur and a business person and a person mm -hmm. um, into different things. And when I've come across different people, you know, different partnerships and things like that. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like, you know, sometimes we just fall into things. And it is by, you know, either trying different, you know, roles within the corporate world and that sort of helps lead us to where we can take our own business and, you know, craft something that is so unique 
for us. And, you know, that's what I, like, I really do love your, your story because, you know, having the different roles and I've done project management as well in the corporate world that, you know, it does give you those skills that sometimes we're not taught or we can't hone into, but it's so needed in the business world because, you know, you always have to have what's the next step and you don't need to know all the steps, but at least if you know how to sort of get there or have an idea, um, and then it really does help you sort of grow and scale, like you said. That's right. And it's around, you know, in project management, we've called scope, mm-hmm. you know, like what's your scope? What are you trying to achieve? And if you look at projects, everything's a project, mm-hmm. you know, like organizing a holiday, it's a project. Yeah. You know, there's a start and an end. You're trying to, you know, get an outcome at the end of it. Yeah. Um, you know, organizing a party is a project. So if you look at it like that, you know, it doesn't seem so scary. Um, if we're in the business world, you know, we tend to just be doing things. And as entrepreneurs, you know, we're trying to do all these different things mm-hmm. to grow a business, take um, different steps towards different opportunities. But we actually haven't got the structure there to say actually what's working and what's not. Um, so it's about, you know, kind of stepping back and going, okay, what am I trying to achieve? What's my plan to do that? Um, you know, and then chunking it down into steps and going, you know, actually, is this the right plan for me? And a lot of the times, you know, sometimes a realisation that maybe that's not the thing to do now, or maybe that's later, or maybe I should do this first. So kind of having that opportunity to step back and just view it and then, you know, almost have someone else take it a view with, you know, a different set of eyes, um, you know, can be so beneficial to your business because you can start to go down like different rabbit warrens and and waste time and money and you know we've all done it um but yeah just taking that step back and and you know planning how you're going to get there and what makes sense for you and your business um and you know the most important thing that i found in my journey was it was i was learning more about myself and in corporate we kind of don't do that you know we've just got a role (laughs) and we're like okay do that role off you go Um, and it's not like does that role fit me is that the right role for me um, and so when you come out and then you don't have a title, it's like, well, what, who am I? What am I? How do I introduce myself? And so it's this journey of learning. So I came across a profiling tool called Wealth Dynamics. And that really set me on a different journey of, you know, then looking into what does that mean for me? And then I was able to view how I did project management with knowing more about myself. So that's the journey of the entrepreneur too. It's you're learning about yourself and you're building your business and then you're, you know, kind of adapting that to more to you and what you want to do and as you learn and grow you change again and um, that's the beauty of it yeah I love that because that was really you know the biggest thing for me was learning more about myself and I find that that has actually been the biggest reward that I've gotten out of my business is the the growth that I've done personally but so much more that I've learned about myself because we have these underlying strengths that we don't know about um, until you do step into a business. And, you know, I used to say I didn't like doing this and, you know, I didn't, you know, all these different sort of things. But now I'm like going, when you've sort of got that business hat on, you can easily adapt into those different types of roles, those different types of um I guess, jobs that you have to do within a business because you're it, you know, there is nobody else. You don't have a team really around <laughs> you. You're like, you're it. <laughs> so. That's right. When you start out, it is you, isn't it? And so yes. you're kind of juggling and doing everything mm. as you then grow and learn more about yourself. It's like, okay, which bits do I like doing? Which yes. bits am I going to continue? And which bits can I potentially outsource? And then that's the yes. whole, how do I outsource? And it's a whole different 
oh, way, yes. so many different ways you can do that. Yeah. But it's about, yeah, focusing on what you're really good at and what you love to do because then you'll want to keep doing it mm. um, and you'll be more successful if you can do that and finding how other people can help support you in those other things that you, you know, are not so good at and you don't enjoy doing. <laughs> exactly. Well, mine's accounting. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, me too, me no. too. <laughs> <laughs> god numbers and spreadsheets no way <laughs> no no definitely not and you know it is really interesting because you know as as you know as even my business has grown and you know we do start to work out you know first of all as a business owner you need to obviously bring in the money so you know that is one of your key roles as growing the business because you're the brand you're the you know in a way you're the the product and service that you need to you know sell connect with and you know really grow so if you could you know outsource or you know get help at any stage where in something that is not making you the money it's probably the best piece of advice that anybody gave me um and it took me a little bit of while to sort of ask for help that's another probably story yes. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, there's some things that I don't like doing and I will procrastinate forever to do them. Um, but then I look at it in another way, is it making me money? If it's not, then potentially could I outsource that to somebody else? Yeah. And I think when you're working for yourself too, you have to be quite ruthless in that respect. Mm. Like it's your money now, it's not the company's money. Yes. Um, and you don't have a team around you too. And I think that's a you know, it's a big mindset change when you come from corporate to, you know, your own business. Like you, you're used to having a title, a role, a team, an organisation behind you and you're actually just coming out by yourself and saying, hey, I'm Melanie Colling and I do ABCD. And it's like then, you know, you haven't got that name behind you to support you that people identify with. So it's this whole process of, yeah, getting to know yourself. What's your story? What's your brand? You know, who's your market? All that kind of stuff. Um, and then about building on that and then, you know, attracting the right people to help support you. And then, you know, as you grow. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> it is. And I don't think it ever ends. Um, you know, like today, perfect example, it's a journey, Christine, just remember, it's just a journey because, you know, I'm having to adapt to, you know, quickly change to be able to make things happen. Um, you know, and that's what you need to do because like you said, you don't have that, you know, support team, you know, when I worked in corporate, you had somebody who worked in marketing, you had somebody who worked in accounts, yep. you had, you know, the higher managers as such, you know, that you could go to and say, well, this ain't working. What do we do? You know, it, it is on you and it can become overwhelming. Like I don't want to paint a, at such a nice, easy picture for people because leaving and starting your business, it is hard work. Um, but when you really start to take it as a learning lesson every single day and you can change and you can grow and, you know, where to go to for help and support, it just makes it easier. And, you know, then you can start to see the progress sort of really happening. Absolutely. And I think in this day and age and, you know, in the current challenges that, you know, we're, we're mm. experiencing globally, I think the only thing we can do is be comfortable with change. And there's a really good quote around that. And I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's around just, you know, the only thing that we can get comfortable with is getting comfortable with change or something along those lines. But it's like, that's the only thing that's going to be constant is the world is always changing the, yeah. um, 
you know, the landscape's always changing. You're always changing and evolving mm. and, you know, opportunities and technology and, you know, everything's kind of moving on. And that's why, you know, I love the term being a lifelong learner, mm. you know, and, and I love learning and I love learning new things, but sometimes it as a business owner can get a little exhausting. <laughs> You're yes. like, Oh my God, can I, can I just stop and get off the merry go round and have yes. a little break and then I'll jump back on again. Mm. Um, but that's where you just got to be really clear on what you're doing. And then, mm. you know, once you've got that clarity then you can kind of block out all the noise and, and go, this is my path that I'm going on um, and, and not get distracted. And I think, you know, that's also one of the big lessons is, you know, I'm one of those people like, oh, bright, shiny thing over here and, oh, what's happening over there? Um, and it's like, no, stay on my path, stay on the straight and narrow and don't deviate. Yeah. <laughs> Unless and there's it, a good reason to. <laughs> yeah, and it's so easy to do because, like you said, there are so many new different, like even if we just talk about like technology, there is so much new stuff that's coming out you know there is new add-ons that you can do you know even like different booking systems like all that sort of stuff that you can use and you might get comfortable with something and somebody says oh this is actually works better but then there's also you have to learn how to integrate that with your website you need to learn how to set up the different calendars you know so there is a lot of learning to do and you know to stay current um you know, sometimes that's what we actually do need to do is, you know, do the research and work out what is actually best for you because what works for me may not work for somebody else. Um, but, you know, really find what resonates with you and is actually going to work well in your business. And I think that's a really strong, um, yeah, example of it. It's around knowing yourself. Mm. And that's what we really need to do because what works for someone else won't yeah. work necessarily for you. So we look at people and we're like, oh, they're successful. I'll just copy what they did. But we don't know anything about them. We don't know their story, their journey, mm. you know, what their profile is, you know, what they enjoy doing, what they don't. Um, you know, everyone's got different circumstances and you need to tailor it to you. And that's the beauty of starting your business. That's why we all get into it because we want to, you know, have our own business, um, create our ideal world, um, you know, have it working, you know, in the vision that we've seen. Um, once you get into business, sometimes that doesn't happen because you can, you know, kind of get stuck on different things. That's why having the plan and going, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and the beauty of that is you, you can test and measure as you go. So, you know, then you can say, okay, is this working? Yes or no? Can I tweak it? Or do I have to stop doing that and move on to something else? And if you don't have anything that you're testing and measuring against, mm. then you don't know what's working and what's not. And I think that's one of the things that trips people up um, a little bit in business is they say, oh, I've done that, but it didn't work. But they actually don't know why it didn't mm. work. Yes. Um, so yeah, they, they need to drill down a little bit more or stick with it for a bit longer and really assess why they don't do it. Because it can be so easy to just chop and change you know oh, i'll just try this and i'll try that um and actually you know the thing that gets impacted is your time mm. and your income because you're changing all the time mm. um, and you're not focusing on the things that are important which is you know managing your time and managing your income your budgets mm. Yeah. And it may necessarily, like you said something about the test and measure which i think is really important and it's only something that i guess in the last sort of six months that I've really started to look at within my business because it has been a lot of trial and error in working things out. But, you know, we could, you know, use the booking system for an example. You know, 
I've tried a couple of different ones. I have one at the moment and I'm testing it and making sure if it does work and if it's doing all the different things. But also too, like we have to remember, it's also the knowledge that we have or maybe the lack of knowledge that we have in how we can really optimize it to the full potential. So just because another you know, system might say it can do all of this, but there might be a lot of learning or there might be some coding or something like that that you need to do. And it's not always as simple sometimes. So that test and measure, I think, is really important so that you know all the different features. Maybe you haven't optimized it properly. Um, you know, you might not be, I don't know, displaying it in the right area. So before you change to a different program as such, make sure you go back, look at all the different features, look at even your process and where you've got it set out so that it can, you know, you can get the best out of it. Yeah. And if that all does your head in and it's not your thing, get someone else to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, if, te- if that just freaked you out and you're like, oh, technology, yeah. I'm not sure, yeah. like I would never know what to do to work that out. Yeah. And that's where you go, okay, I've got a gap there and I don't enjoy doing it. Then I'm going to mm. find someone else to do it. So I've got a business partner in Experts On Air. Um, and so in Wealth Dynamics, which I um, have profiled myself and I can profile other people and I, you know, I've learned a lot about it. I'm a supporter profile. So I'm all about people and having conversations. And that's how I, I learn through conversation. You know, hence why I have a podcast and I love being a guest on other people's <laughs> podcasts because I can just have a chat. Um, and I like the people side. So it's all about leading people. And that's how I was successful in corporate, in project management. Um, and the the guy that created Wealth Dynamics, Roger Hamilton, was always saying, well, accumulators make the good, the best project managers. So they're data-driven, analytical people, as well as got a bit of timing. So, you know, of course, they're task-driven. They're going to tick boxes and say, you know, have you done this? There are project managers that do that. Um, and I was really, like, struggling with, well, what have I done for 20 years? Like, hang on a minute. Um, but I actually worked out that I managed projects through people. So I just had made sure I had the right people on my team and I supported them to deliver what I needed them to deliver. Once I worked that out, I was like, okay. And then I look back and I'm like, yes, that's exactly the pattern. And that's how I was successful as myself um, and what I did naturally. So my business partner and experts on air is a mechanic profile. So he's all around systems, tools, processes, um, you know, kind of making things happen, finishing things off, um, fixing and making things better like a car mechanic. So I would say to him, oh, I just need a tool that does blah. Ten minutes later, he'd come back and go, here you go. Now, that would have taken me months because I would have gone, had a look and then got sidetracked and procrastinated. And um, But he was just like, that's his thing. He loves investigating all those kind of things. So it's like, find the person that can help you with those things. And then just do what you do best, because that's where you'll flourish. That's where you'll, you know, your business will really take off and you'll be happier because you're doing the thing that you love. Mm, I love that so much. And it is so true because, you know, I'm starting to find that the people that I'm bringing on into the team, they are filling those gaps because, I mean, I'm like you, I love the connections. I love having the conversations and, you know, my whole business is all around stories. So that's what I want to do. But the admin side, you know, the accounting <laughs> side, you know, all that sort of stuff, you know, go and love and enjoy it. Thank you so much. So. But there's people that love doing that stuff yes. and that's their thing and they really enjoy it and they're really good at it. And it will take them, you know, like it will take me 10 hours yeah. to work it out, take yeah. them like 10 minutes. Yeah, 
halfway through I'll be like uh is it time for a wine like because like I can't do this anymore so it, it is like I was sitting there um you know the other night and I'm like having to just work some stuff out and I'm just like going I'm getting frustrated because it is not my zone of genius. It's mm -hmm. something that I don't like doing. So, of course, I had procrastinated all day to even start something that I should have had done, you know, earlier on. But it is that thing just going, okay, you just have to learn to accept. And, you know, and for people out there who, A, who are in the startup and they know that they can't afford maybe somebody at the moment, you know, go to YouTube, you know, have a look at all the different like how-to guides out there because there's heaps out there. But um, work out, what somebody else also told me is that you work out where you work best. So for me, nighttime, I, for some reason, I am so productive. I like kick into this extra, I don't know if it's all the caffeine during the day, kicked <laughs> in and, you know, like I'm going and I'm, yeah, I'm there and I'm typing away. That is my best time to work. So for things that I don't really want to do, I will make sure that I'm doing it in the optimized time that works best for me. So if you're a morning person, do those, you know, more challenging things when it's your best time um, because you'll get it done a little bit That's more. Right. And it's the, it's finding your own flow. Yeah. So, you know, absolutely what time of the day works best for you? What do you do each day? You know, can you batch mm. things? Yes. Um, you know, can you like, um, you know, chunk out some time in your calendar each day to do those things? And, you know, um, then you can move out of that energy and onto something else. And, you know, if you get this rhythm and this flow, you know, people will um, link into that too. And then, you know, you just have conversations on one day and, yeah. um, you know, you do your financials on another day and yeah. you know that you've got that flow to your week. Um, yeah. Then things become a process. Um, and what we want to do in projects is projects are something new. Um, if it can be repeated, it becomes a process in your business and then you go on to something new, which is a new project. So you yeah. should always be building on stuff that you're doing. It shouldn't mm. always be new because that's unsustainable. You know, it drains your energy um, and, you know, you're kind of not growing your business if you stop starting all the time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's so important to get in the flow and just work with what works for you and there's no rules. Like, no. you know, just trial and error and, you know, work it out. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, you know, we're also very unique individuals. And, you know, that's one thing I love stressing the importance of is to let people know that, you know, what will work for you may not work for me and vice versa. And, you know, you said it before that, you know, by following somebody else's sort of journey of, you know, even what success looks like, you know, it may not actually work for you because it might not be aligned to your values. It might not be even aligned to how your business runs. So there's all these different sort of moving parts to it. So yeah, stay in your lane and, you know, find out what works for you because, um, you know, it's taken me a little bit of a while just to sort of, you know, even, you know, for me to work out what does actually work best. Um, and, you know, we we're bringing on somebody new so we're you know, having to then go okay bringing in a new person into the team and then obviously looking at those dynamics as well so you know as you grow and scale um your business there's always going to be something new that you have to look at and you know they are little mini projects hiring a staff member is a mini project as well absolutely and it's so important to get that right isn't it you know to have that um you know making sure everybody works cohesively together, but everyone yeah. tries to stay in their zone of genius 
yeah. um, but all, also, you know, supports each other. Um, and it's just easy to work. I think we've all worked in organisations or companies where, you know, we've had that person that just pushes people's buttons or doesn't mm. quite fit in. Um, but it's actually the key to that is just getting to know them, mm. what makes them tick, you know, why they like that. How can I communicate with them differently? You know, yeah. what is that actually that they need so they can be successful and mm. do what they want to be doing, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's really about, you know, knowing yourself and then knowing other people. And, yeah. you know, that's always um, an ongoing journey. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, you'll come across different people and it's just, you know, being open to that and understanding what's going on for them and, um, you know, getting to know them. Um, it just makes it so much easier. And then you touched on uh, um, a little bit before about, you know, starting a business. It's like like knowing which business to start and what's the right business. Mm. So I started a um, an online wedding dress business. Like it was just the worst business for me to start because like it's online, it's not talking to anybody. And, you know, I did the yeah. website and all this stuff that I shouldn't have ever done. Um, uh, you know, anyway, I sold that business. So it was all good, but it was a learning curve. So it's mm. like knowing yourself before you jump out of corporate into your own business is really important to go, what actually am I going to do? What am I going to be good at? What am I going to enjoy? Um, you know, when I partnered with Brett in Experts on Air, um, you know, that's all around podcasting. So my role in that business is a lot different to purpose-driven projects business that I started by myself. You know, it's a different type of business, but also my role is different because I'm now in a partnership. So, you know, it could be a partnership. It doesn't mean need to be your own business. Yeah. You know, you can look for other people to go, okay, what's everyone doing? How can I add value to them? Um, you know, how can I go in and help them grow their business? And, you know, that's another opportunity to go, well, I don't necessarily need to do my own thing. I can go and, you know, add value to someone else mm -hmm. and build the business together with someone else, but I'm doing what I do best and what I enjoy and I'm staying in my zone of genius. Yeah, I love that. One of the things that I get my clients to do is to complete their ideal day. And one of the reasons why we do that is because you want to really sink into A, the type of people you want to be surrounded by, mm. because that actually gives you an idea of the type of business that you may want to go to, or even like if you want to go into a different career, because you may, and also, you know, the environment that you want to be in. So if you go every day, I want to be out in the sun and you're working in an office, you're, you're sort of already out of alignment and you're going to go, well, why am I not liking this? Because I like to be outside. So you know, there's, there's so many different things that we can do. So I think that is like what you just said is just so important is if you know yourself, really work out where you want to be, it really does help you to either create the business or, you know, to create the career that you want to go into. Yeah, absolutely. So important. And then you can save a whole lot of time and money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Learning from other people that have been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> Exactly. I'm just like going, why did I not know this like so many years ago? I spent 20 years in corporate. Um, but that's okay. Um, this is why. So I can teach others to do it. <laughs> exactly. And so we can help other people to shorten that journey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it so much. Now, I want to talk quickly about the other business that you're co-founded with, which is the Experts on Air, which I absolutely love because obviously having a podcast for myself and, you know, being able to really connect with other people. And one of the best things I love about podcasts is the connections that you get to make. And 
I'm such a storyteller. I love listening to people's stories. I love telling my story as well. And, you know, that motivates me. It inspires me to keep going of where I'm at. So how did Experts on Air sort of come about? It's so funny because, um, yeah, so Brett and I were doing a mentoring program. We had our own businesses. We were on the same call and we'd rock up on the call every month and we'd give an update of how we were going. And I'd be like, oh, that's good. Brett's going well. And he'd probably think, oh, Mel's doing well. That's good. So I was, you know, in purpose-driven projects and I was helping people grow their businesses through projects. Brett was doing sales and marketing and funnels. Um, and in my business, I was helping people put a plan together and inevitably they'd need some marketing assistance or expertise. So I would refer to Brett and then he was like, oh my God, I don't want to manage people. And you know, this is kind of not my thing. So he would refer to me. So kind of going like this and referring to each other. And then in the end, we're like, we should, we just rang each other and we're like, we should just work together. This is crazy. So we came together and we did some stuff for a couple of clients. Then we went off and did our own thing and, um, then about three years ago now, Brett rings me and he says, we should do a podcast together. And I was like, what's a podcast? <laughs> and it sounds so ridiculous now no. because everybody knows what podcasting is. But back then it was like, it was really new. And, yeah. and he's like, all you got to do is rock up and talk. And I'm like, I can do that. That's my thing. Um, so we started a podcast together and we interviewed a couple of people. Then we created our own podcast. Then Brett was doing more around the podcast production side. Um, and so helping people create their own podcasts um then people that were doing that were saying oh gosh you know um looking for guests is kind of like a bit time consuming and you know it's taking me away from what i'm meant to be doing can you guys help with that and then other people were coming oh you guys are doing podcasting how can i get on more podcasts and so it happened organically and that's when we started the podcast booking agency to help other people get on other people's um, podcasts and help hosts find guests and make it easier for them. Um, so that's how we came together and created the podcast booking agency. And that's then how, again, we've come together um, to work together and we each work in our zone of genius. So Brett is a mechanic profile. He likes to know how all the technical stuff works and all the background stuff. I don't even want to know about that. But I'm okay talking to people and, and understanding their story and, and what kind of guests they would make and how I would match them with a particular host and what the host is looking for. Um, and so that's what I do in the booking agency. So, yeah, a bit of a journey to get there. But we've kind of, you know, kept in touch and then morphed into what we've created today. So sometimes when you think this is what I'm going to do when I move out of corporate or this is what I'm going to start in my business, it can be completely different where you end up yeah and I mean how like you know obviously learning more about podcasts and I think that it's so undervalued in somebody's business you know just to get that exposure happening for you know what you're doing it could just be you know one event that you're having you know it could be a book um, you know, or it's because, you know, you've got this incredible business that you want to showcase as well. You know, have you, what success stories are you hearing from people that are coming onto podcasts and, you know, you actually aligning them to the right host? So there's so many different stories. We could have a whole podcast series on, <laughs> yeah. you know, different things that have happened. Yeah. So um, a couple off the top of my head, like we've, I've had one client that I booked on a podcast. Um, he was our client of the booking agency. So we booked him on. He did the podcast interview. Um, the host stopped recording. And it's, once he pressed, you know, stop recording button, he goes, 
I need your services. Like I need to be your client because everything that person said on the podcast mm. actually spoke to the host in his business and he understood the value of, of what that guest was bringing and what he did just by having a conversation. Now that guest did not think he was going to get a client. That was like a $5,000 client, a $5,000 a month client. Wow. Um, so he just rocked up for a conversation and yeah. thought, I'm going to share my story and tell people what I do. That's what he did. And he got a client out of that. He did not think that that was going to happen. Now that's not going to happen on every podcast, but that is the power of podcasting because you're actually getting your story out there. You're sharing it with people and they're getting to know you and they can get um, a sense of your personality, which is really hard to get across in text, mm. you know, on website copy, on blogs, all that kind of stuff. If people hear you talk, they can get a sense of who you are, sense of your personality, you know, if you've got a crazy sense of humour, all those kind of little things they're picking up on. Um, and they're getting it, they're forming more of a picture of you and more of a connection with you. Um, so that's really the power of podcasting. Then on the other side of it, we've got some clients who have a podcast and they've been going for um, about three years now, just slow and steady, creating content. Um, and they had a phone call from a, from a client. Um, and it was, the questions were not, you know, what do you do? How much does it cost, etc. It was, are you available on this date for this many people? Now it was a training session. Mm. Um, and the answer was yes. And then they rang back later in the day and said, actually, we want to add a few more people. So it went from a $15,000 sale to a $20,000, wow. $22,000 sale. And they asked that person, where did you hear from us? Because that was a new client that had not done any business with them before. And they said, oh, we Googled you and you're everywhere. And we asked around and everybody knew of you and said you could do what we needed you to do. Mm. Um, and so that was because of podcasting, because they'd created all this content and they were um, putting it out there and they were on social media and they had this rhythm um, of populating information and just sharing content, which is sharing their knowledge. They're becoming trusted and they're becoming an authority in their field by doing that. And they're just using podcasting as the vehicle. So, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, want to get their content out, but it's like, oh God, you know, I can't sit there and type something. It's just, it's not their style and it just takes ages and they procrastinate about it. But give someone a microphone or say, just give me an audio file of you talking. We can all talk. We use our natural words um, and we can all talk about what we do. Turn that into a podcast and then create the content off the back of it, which is what we do. Um, you know, and, and then it's about building um, that and doing it consistently. Um, and you've got this kind of rhythm to it. And then people are watching you. So it's about being, becoming visible. Um, and then being trusted. And if you've got those two things, then you'll become an authority in your field, industry or niche. Um, and we're just using podcasting as a tool to help people yeah. do that so that they can get more business and have more impact and, you know, do all the things that they want to do in their business and grow their business. Yeah. I just, I, I love talking to you. Like, honestly, I just think that, you know, there's, you know, you've got these two incredible businesses that you're working in, but, you know, you, you know, we just been able to connect. Um, but, you know, you're a people person and you love helping them. And that's what I really admire about you. And I just want to say thank you so much for coming on today's show. I just know that people are going to get so much out of this. And, you know, I'm going to put all the links so they can reach out to you um, and, you know, come along and follow you because you have a lot of content that you put out there for people um, that really helps them in their business as well. And, you know, it's not just the systems, but also, you know, how to actually get that exposure for their business as well. 
Awesome. Thanks so much, Christine. It's been awesome to be speaking to you again. And thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Beautiful. I just want to thank everyone for joining us for this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show. I'm your host, Christine Innes. I'm going to put all the details of how you can reach out to Melanie below. So make sure you go and give her a shout out um, and follow her on all of her social media. So thank you very much, everybody. And we'll be back next week for another episode.